The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Learn the language of spirit. This is The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Good afternoon and welcome to The Intuitive Life, where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. My name is Laura Wooster, and we are taking your calls today, 816-251-3555. Again, it's 816-251-3555. But I do see that we do have a lot of, actually, I think all the lines are full already, but if you get a busy signal, just hold on tight, okay? Because my guest is really good at moving quick. (laughs) phone calls. So I don't want to wait any longer. I want to bring on my guest, my dear friend and colleague, psychic medium Maureen Hancock. Uh, she's a wonderful medium. She's she's a well-known um, medium, especially in the New England area. And I have so much respect for this woman. She's one of the most well-rounded mediums. She's a fantastic stage medium. Great, great with the private sessions as well, but she also does um, hospice work she holds space for people when they're ready to cross over she works a lot with children and families and and, you know parents who've lost children i just have the utmost respect for this woman and um, she has so much compassion and love so i just want to bring her on right away hey maureen thank you so much for for coming on today hey thanks for having me oh you're welcome you're welcome so welcome maureen hancock so maureen um so First of all, I wanted to ask, because you, you really are one of the most recognizable mediums in, in the New England area, right? I just wanted to start off. I know this. we're going on a different topic, but has there ever been a place that you've been approached for a reading that you're like, are you serious? Really? Because <laughs> you are oh, very recognizable. Is, oh, yeah. Story <laughs> of my life. So <laughs> when I go out, uh, which isn't often because I'm always working, but yeah. people will approach, which is so nice. Like people are really genuine and thankful, grateful and whatnot. But there's definitely times, especially when the other spirits get flowing, that people just have no filter. And so I have been approached um, in the bathroom at restaurants and places. Anyway, um, I mean, not, I'm not, I don't, eh. I don't just mean, hey, it's Maureen. It's head poking over. I'm making my bladder gladder. Hi, <laughs> are you feeling anything from my father? Um, I've had that happen. But my most, I guess what I would say shocking and hysterical is at the doctor's office. So uh, during a mammogram, I wrote about this in my book, The Medium Next Door. And I'm mid-crush, and uh, this the tech was like, is my father saying anything to you right now? As I'm in mid, I'm breathing. I'm like, yes, he's saying release the Vulcan death grip. <laughs> but um, oh my God, everywhere, the hospital after my too much information, but colonoscopy, I fainted, and the you know they were like code whatever. I I had a little bit of a code situation. Um, and people were like, it's Maureen Hancock, as I'm flopping like a flounder. And then the nurse putting the IV in when they rushed me to the ER was like, I've always been told I'm psychic. Do you have any tips for me? <laughs> like, this is my life, Laura. Wow. Oh, my gosh. And what do you, I mean, do, do you, 
just go ahead and give them advice? I mean, I would just say no. The old yeah. me would have. The menopausal me. Is, <laughs> I found my throat chakra has opened, Laura, and exactly I'm just <laughs> I'm nice, but I'm honest. And in that instance, you know, my eyes were rolling in the back of my head. I was like, "Are you serious?" Like, no. And then I have fun with people because I'm a former stand-up comedian, so I will have fun with folks. And, uh, you know, the the mid-crush mammogram one, I was just like, okay, no, he's not here. Um, now, it's different when someone approaches me and they're like, I just lost my son or my daughter. My heart is bigger than my whole body and I just have mm-hmm. to help them. So there are times when you just, you know, you just know. You just yeah. know that I can nicely say, like, hey, I can't right now. I'm not on, but here, you know, give me a call, or I'd love to help you. So, um, but the one, it happened at Florian Hall, and actually it was when I did an event with John Holland, a friend, Johnny, mm-hmm. if you're listening. Yes. And I'm in the stall looking for someone to spare a square, and uh, <laughs> I did give someone a reading at that wow. point. <laughs> Because I was, I was nervous. I was young and silly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what can you do? Yeah. It's a, it's the thing is, but what I love about you, you really are very open. You just, you really are. You, you want to, you want, you're a healer at heart, obviously, and you do want to help people. And that's what I love about you. You've got so much compassion, and um, and it's it's not about the notoriety or anything for you. It's about who can you help, and and I love that about you. And oh, thank um, you. Yeah. So what I what I would I know what I love about you too is the way that you described or help people to understand the connection that they can have with spirit as well. Like you you describe in such a way that's not woo woo and scary and it's very accessible. Um, and that's kind of what I want to talk about a little bit before we start taking callers today. Is is can you offer some tips for people who maybe have recently lost somebody and they just feel disconnected from their loved one and they they like to feel that connection? What can you offer to them? I love to pe- I love to teach folks that they have these abilities. I mean, I always say this is an ability. Uh, it's one that we can all sort of tap into or like playing the piano, taking lessons, or trying to fine-tune it. And I feel that when we have a new loss, it's um, we have high expectations. Like, okay, I need a sign. I want a dream. Please, please, please. And I always say to folks, okay, try to change your language and do some things to help you have more of an open mind because you can't help but be in that heavy space of grief. And that creates layers of energy that sometimes uh, spirit has a hard time getting through. So meditation, prayer, getting outside. I'm going to say my number one suggestion is for folks to get outside and take a walk, get in the woods when it's safe and not zero below. And, you know, I go for walks with my dogs just to clear my mind before I go on stage. Not that there's much of a stage anymore, but before I do connections, um, even just taking like a hot shower, just trying to release all this heavy, heavy stuff that creates uh, kind of a block for spirit to get through. So the dreams will come when you least expect it. But you can also try to think of your best memory of that loved one in spirit. Maybe it was a trip to Disney or you went on a cruise or you were in Hawaii. And go through that before you fall asleep for about five minutes using guided visualization, like bring yourself to that the ocean and the breezes and what that felt like 
and what it, the sounds, the smells, every bit of, every piece of that memory that's going to open a portal for them to possibly pop in in a dream. Uh, I say journal. Often I'd say to folks, here is a list of grief counselors because grief counseling I think is just really, really helpful. Uh, get into a support group. So there's many different ways that we can help work on our grief and it's a fingerprint. So everybody's different, right? And But number one for opening up to get your own signs from spirit, doing the work, eating right, eating clean, taking walks, working out, praying, meditating, those are definitely my top five or six. And healing, too, because you've, you've worked with David Kessler, which is one of, he's one of the best grief counselors in the whole country. And, and, mm-hmm. you're, both, and you're both are you know, strong believers in, in feeling it to heal it as well. Yeah, and David, um, you know, he's taught me so much, and he's like, okay, Maureen, uh, you know, it's not about healing grief, but it is about sort of weaving grief into your life and finding ways that you honor your grief, you honor the pain, uh, and that you can survive it and you can feel it and work through it and there's many different ways. Um, Yeah, David's uh, site is very helpful, grief.com. How easy is that? And once we get back up and running out there doing workshops and whatnot, we'll be back together. We do something called Grieving to Believing, and it is helping people to open up to the signs and the ways that spirit is trying to come through. And then he does a lot of different exercises uh, to help you have tools for grief. And Paul Denniston does griefyoga.com, so folks can check that out. Mm-hmm. And of course, there's MaureenHancock.com. <laughs> I know I'm I'm yeah. plugging everybody else but myself, <laughs> but I just are. feel that yeah. it, yeah, yeah, it is possible. I mean, I have an online university, the Maureen Hancock University. When people go right to my website, which is MaureenHancock.com, it's right there. But I am running a special, so it's two hundred bucks oh. for the whole year, and you get all these little seven to ten minute teaching videos. And then I go live once a month for an hour and a half. So that's, um, I love watching students open up to their abilities. We're born with intuition and we just have to Uh kind of navigate and figure it out. Yeah. Get, get your head out of the way and recognize it's possible. It actually, it's possible for anybody. It's just recognizing how you connect to spirit and how everybody, like you said, everybody's different. Um, everybody's got their own their unique thumbprint as far as how we sense information. And um, yep. and I love I love that you have the university so you can teach people how to do that for themselves. That's wonderful. Yeah. So MaureenHancock.com. You know what I love too is when you're working, especially with your stage work, is that you bring so much humor into it and it for such a, a heavy subject and it really just it, it you can see people just transforming before your eyes. You know between the laughter and the tears and everything and um, you just you're such a um, to marvel at that and so um so if anybody has not checked out any of maureen's work you've got to check her out maureenhancock.com but um what i'd like to do because we've got a full board i know we got people who still want to get into the queue as well before we go on the break i would love to have you um do a reading just to show how it's done um sure. are you ready for that you good i am mm-hmm. okay Great. Alrighty. So we've got, yep, I'm looking. Everybody wants readings. They said, do you want questions or readings? Readings, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Alrighty. We're going to go right to Cecilia. Hello, Cecilia. 
Thanks for calling. Who would you like to connect with today? Any but any of my loved ones. That I think have your passed? mom. Yeah. Is your mom passed? No. That would be probably my grandma. Okay. Did she like help raise you? Was she always there? Yes. I feel like that. This woman just came in like, don't, you know, don't wait. I'm coming in and whatnot. And actually, you have a lot of loved ones in spirit. I'm actually a little bit overwhelmed (laughs) because everybody came in at once. And this grandmother, who definitely feels like a second mother to you, just, you know, pushed her way right in, like just busy, 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 like cleaning and doing her thing. Um, Also... There is a gentleman next to you who's trying to come through, which I see as like either husband or brother. Do you have brother passed? Yes, my brother. Mm. Is he kind of private? Yes, somewhat. Well, the reason why I say that is I get first impressions. And all of a sudden, you know, this guy came forward and I'm like, I think that's her brother because he's sort of like to the side. And um, But he was kind of like, oh, I don't know about this. I do feel he has a bit of like a dry sense of humor, and I have chills when I say that. Um, and has it been a while for your dad? Yes, it has yeah. been. Your brother told me, Dad's here. It's been a while for him. So he's coming through, too. And um, do you know anybody, Charles? Yes. Who's that? That was a neighbor. Who passed, right? Who passed, yes. It was just like, hey, what about me? Can I come in? And I'm like, who are you? Oh, I'm Charles. So um, you you pray a lot. It might be in your own way, but they're telling me, especially your grandmother, that she hears your prayers uh, without a doubt. And there is, um, let's see, and your dad. So I don't know if he was in his 60s, but I just heard I was in my 60s at passing. So to me, maybe that's your brother or your father. My my father, he was 63. Okay. So it was just really loud. I was in my 60s at passing. Your father wants you to know he has not missed out on your life, okay? I actually just heard, whew, I'm taking a deep breath because he's like, I'm doing more for you now. Um, so, and then he's talking about the two kids. Actually, it just went to three. How many kids do you have? Actually, I, I don't have any kids. Are you one of three? No, I'm one of many? many. There was many? 11 total. <gasps> yes. Wow, that's like me. I'm one of nine. There is just, it went two and then it went three. So I just want you to tuck that aside. And that also can be like baby loss as well, like pre, you know, pre-birth baby. That's kind of a feeling that I'm getting from him. So, um, but yeah, the grandmother to me is your number one guardian angel. Please know, Cecilia, they are all listening for your prayers, watching over you. They know that you have the weight of the world on your shoulders. They're sending healing to your stomach. Um, Are you sensitive in the stomach area? Sometimes. Okay. And maybe right now. So you're looking at sort of changing your diet up. I mean, who isn't, right, with the COVID-15? So lots of love from the heavens above. Thank you, Cecilia. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Cecilia. Thanks for calling in. Awesome. 
Right. So Maureen, you you were a healer. I mean, obviously you're still a healer, but you started doing healing work before you started doing mediumship. Is that is that correct? Yeah, I I was um, training in Reiki. Gosh, twenty. 27 years ago when a lot of people didn't even know what it was and mm-hmm. I've been a Reiki master 26 years and teaching and whatnot um, and then I studied Chinese medicine and shiatsu acupressure and I did a bunch of classes at the New England School of Acupuncture, Boston Shiatsu School. I do medical qigong, medical intuitive work. I work with some doctors and surgeons, and I don't have a lot of time now because I do hospice work. So, yeah. and not as much with COVID because you know everything's so restricted. But right. I was helping thousands of people pass uh, from cancer or any um, end stage illness, and I actually can communicate folks with and comas, and I help people pass. So that's really uh, overwhelming but amazing work to be able to help somebody let go of their fears when they're getting ready to pass. And they ask me, like, who's going to be here to greet me? And what's it going to be like? And, you know, am I going to be able to communicate with my kids? And now I work with so many children, and they're just so amazing and just strong and they they're the true heroes and they'll be like maureen tell me about heaven what's it going to be like are there angels can i do crossword puzzles (laughs) like they're just so they never complain and they help me put everything in perspective so when you think you're having a tough day and we all have tough days and we can have our stuff but think about some of these young kids that um are struggling and challenged with cancer or illness and it just helps me to put everything like right in perspective, and I just say, I can get through this day. I'm stronger than I know, and we can do hard things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I know I think it was you that described one time. I I, I think you were working with a child. Maybe it's happened before to many people. Um, it's almost like you're walking people to the door of heaven. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. do you actually travel with them in you know clairvoyantly. Is that what happens? Um, no, with me, like I'm right there when they pass. I've seen, and I'm sure many of your listeners have seen somebody holding their hands out. They see them a few days before they pass. It's like, and then it's the calm before the storm. It's like, oh, they're doing so much better. And then mm-hmm. it's almost like so they can get those last minute memories in with you. And and then when they pass, like my whole body like just shakes in this vibration. If I put my hands on somebody that's about to leave the physical body, I'm blown away. I am just like, <gasps> it like takes my breath away. And I, I will get like little visions though, clairvoyantly, yeah. like, wow, I can see everybody there. And, you know, yeah. your husband's there, Billy. And, oh my gosh, your brother who died when he was six and your mom and dad, and they're going to hold your hand and take you home. And, you know, they walk them home mm-hmm. to heaven. But um, I think it's more after the fact that when they come through, they'll give me a little glimpse of their screensaver and what it looks like. That I might say, like, okay, this person is, keeps showing me this little cottage in Maine on the ocean, and oh, my God, that was their heaven, or this one's on the golf course. Oh, that's definitely where they would be in heaven, so things like that. I love when they come through and tell you what you what they're doing in heaven. It's just so affirming. Yeah, <laughs> It's awesome. Right. Great. Um, all right. So let's go. Our callers are just filling right up again. So let's go to Mary from Ontario. Hi, Mary. 
Hi there, how are you? Hi, who would you like to connect with today? Uh, my dad. Okay. Hey Mary, how are you? I'm great, thank you, how are you? Good, thanks. So, um, first impressions of dad. Um, big smile on his face. I have chills up and down my body right now because he's he just feels really strong to me. Um, like everybody's there and uh, uh, do you know Helen? I know a or couple Helen? of Helens actually. So I always say to folks, go with the first one that pops into your head. So who who kind of like feels strongest to you? Well, I have an Aunt Helen. Mm-hmm. That's on your mother's side, right? Yes, she was, she's, she's married to my dad, my mom's brother. Okay. So to me, over to the mother's side, that's what that means. So anybody on the mother's side. And it, and it wasn't like you came on here hoping to hear from Helen, but I always say to people, like, just be open because anyone that sees the light on is going to pop in, and Helen's probably a little pushy. <laughs> she was just like, can you hear me? I'm Helen. And I'm just like, nope, we're looking for dad. Look for dad. Landing the plane, Mary. Land the plane. <laughs> so dad has a good sense of humor, right? He does, yes. I, I see a big smile on his face, and this is him. I want for nothing. I'm a simple man. Put me in a pine mm -hmm. box. Don't spend a lot of money. So, And he's all about family. You kids, you kids. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like... I, I'm having trouble breathing, and uh, my chest feels kind of funky as, you know, I'm talking to him. And were you right there when he passed? Yes, I was. Because he's saying this, I could hear you, I could hear you. Um, and then I heard this, ser very serious, you couldn't have saved me, Mary. You couldn't have saved <sighs> me. So, and, and you tried. And and he's saying she did all she could. And I'm going to faint. I just feel like this is such an important message for you. Do you understand? Yeah, because I still think about it. Yeah, I know. And we can't help it. And even with my mom and my dad, I'll have these visions of that time of, you know, passing. And we're human, too. Like, what more could we have done? And he's just like, oh, I'm good. So they're showing me my dad's name, which is Jimmy. Do you have a... James or James Francis or Francis? No. I just heard no. yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I love when they do that. <laughs> like, all right, selling you a vowel, Mary. So <laughs> just keep it in mind, Jimmy, okay? And it's not, it doesn't have to be a relative. And chances oh. are you're going to be like, oh, I could have had a V8, you know. <laughs> it just pops into your head. My my godfather, his name was Jim, and he passed away. Oh, he did. I can't help you. I'm not a medium. I'm just kidding. <laughs> of course I can help you. <laughs> you have to know. I'm I'm a little sassy, okay? I like it. So, you know what? He's your godfather. And even though, you know, he owes you a lot of presents because he never really fulfilled that role, <laughs> by the way, no guilt, Um <laughs> Your father's laughing. He goes, Maureen, stop. But um, they're all there. I see your grandmother there. Like, everybody's together. Your dad is just, um, to me, kind of like a gentle soul. Like, just like, mm -hmm. don't worry about me. I'm fine. What do you need? He just doesn't overwhelm me. Um, Jimmy might be drinking in heaven. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, <laughs> they're all. Your dad keeps whapping me. Like, stop it, Maureen. But... He hears you. 
all the time. Um, yeah. So I'm oh, always wait, talking to him. Yeah, and your mom's still here. Yes, she is. He just said you're doing everything for her, and I see that. So mm-hmm. I feel like you're her advocate, right? Mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. Oof, big breath, because he just said, I know this isn't easy, but you would have it no other way. And, yeah. you know, that one day that mom joins him in heaven, you can say, you know what, I did all I could, and I love them with all my heart, and he is so proud of you. So lots of love from the heavens above. Thank you. Thank you, Mary. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Very good. Um, Give me some energy, people. I know, I know. We've got got about a minute before we go to break, but I just wanted to say, I don't want to take a call because I don't want to cut you off. Um, I want to just say really, really quickly, and it's a little bit off topic, because you're always talking about that you're hearing, right? So that to me tells tells me you're very um, clear audience, correct? Uh And... Uh And we, you mentioned earlier, I know you were kidding, but I don't think you were kidding at the same time because we're in the same decade, okay, the menopausal age, um, we, where we don't hold back anymore. Like we, we, our, our throat chakras are actually wide open, you know, I think that comes with menopause. Do you find that you're hearing more? Yes. Yeah, and me I'm going to tell you, through, <laughs> yeah. through COVID, actually, it has heightened the vibration. It has yeah. brought spirit closer, at least for me. Um, you know, I'm not doing private readings anymore, but for a whole year, I opened up my private readings, which I haven't done in a while. I was just working with the cancer stuff and all that. But the readings are through the roof. Mm-hmm. And it's everybody has the ability to tune in. And yeah. being home, I think that's when folks should make it a point to get up off their chairs if they're home, you know, doing homeschooling, they're doing home, you know, offices and whatnot, and get outside and take it all in and clear their minds. But, yes, totally agree. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed that myself as I slide into menopause here is that, wow, I'm hearing a lot more than I used to. Like, what happened? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I think we let our guard down and we're just kind of at that point of like, oh, my gosh, we, you know, we're getting older and um, life has like such a deep meaning and maybe we found our true purpose and we're letting go of things that no longer serve us, right? Right, exactly. We're going to a break. We'll be back in just a couple of moments. Hold on, everybody. Practical spirituality. Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Welcome back, everybody, to The Intuitive Life. And I'm here with my guest, um, spiritual medium Maureen Hancock. Hello, Maureen. Um, hello. Hello. So if, uh, if anybody didn't catch her website, I want to make sure that you go over and sign up for her email newsletter so that you know when she's um, doing events again. I know you're doing uh, you're planning to do an online event this weekend as well, correct? 
Yes, so people can go to MaureenHancock.com, but even better, I do first announcements on Facebook. So it's the Maureen Hancock fan page, and then I'm on Instagram, uh, Medium Maureen Hancock, and this Saturday from 12 to 2, Spirit Communication Made Easy, where I'm teaching you, and I'm also doing readings. So that's 12 to 2 Eastern on Zoom, and I'm going to post that on Facebook. So make sure you follow the fan page, everybody. Um, and it's only 20 bucks. So, and then people can join my online university, which is fabulous. Um, they can even uh, message me on Facebook or Maureen at MaureenHancock.com if they want the link. And it's on my website, too. Excellent. And the spirit communication made easy. That's not just for people who want to be mediums. It's for everybody, correct? Oh, my gosh. It's for everyone. It is just soup to nuts. Um, how to open to spirit, the signs, and how to be more intuitive and trust everything that you're getting. And it just makes it more accessible. Like you said in the beginning, I'm just the medium next door. I want everybody to use their abilities. And then the last, it's the first hour is teaching. The second hour is all readings. Wonderful. And, I and I'm the Walmart of medium, so I do fast, like boom, bang, boom. <laughs> so 1-800-DIAL-THE-DEAD. <laughs> and, and Maureen's an awesome, awesome teacher, I have to tell you. And she's so patient and she makes it fun and very accessible. It, yeah, so highly recommend it. So definitely check out check out her Facebook page so that you can, um, you'll know when registration opens for this Saturday. So I want to go to, let me see, Deb. Hello, Deb. Hi. Hi, ladies. Thank Hello. you for taking my call. Thanks for calling. Oh, gosh, this is lovely. Thank you. I am just looking for some information here. A little reading would be awesome today, if you'd be so kind. Sure. And your mom's passed? Yes. Just she came flying up. <laughs> Not really on a broom or anything. She just came up <laughs> like, I'm her mother. And um, Really? Dad, did your dad go before her? Yes. He's behind her. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and you know what, too? The other thing about when we pass, because I've helped thousands of people through hospice and whatnot, you know, this is earth school, and I got that from John Holland, and uh, this is where we <laughs> learn the toughest lessons and the biggest challenges, and they don't take that with them, but the moment we pass, we see our shoulda, coulda, wouldas, and I feel like, I don't know, that you broke the cycle, like, okay, I'm going to be different, or I'm going to say I love you, or I'm going to do this, and um, just sort of first impressions that I'm getting. Is husband yeah. passed for you? No, my husband is here with me. What about um, brother? There's a guy next to you. Is it his, his brother, isn't it? Doesn't he? It, it, could him? it be my father-in-law? Could it be my father-in-law? No. You sure there isn't brother or brother-in-law passed? Well... My dad had a baby that passed. I mean, his sibling passed before he was born. Hmm. Or do, you my know uncle. Anybody, do you know anybody, David? And they can be living, too. Yeah, um, an old neighbor. Okay. So I don't know if you're still in touch, but just remember that that came up because you're probably going to hear, oh, I just got chills. So you're probably going to hear something about him and whatnot. Um who do you want me to focus on? You have a lot of dead people. I, I, I do. Um, how about my mom? Because she she's the one that recently passed. Yeah. 
she was the one that sort of knocked me over, but not, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't overwhelm me. I just felt like she was very insistent. Like, I want to just ask her, you know, tell her her mother's here. And so, um, let's see, I'm asking her to just slow down a bit. She just said, I feel young. I feel vibrant. And she's pointing to her head like, I'm whole again. I'm whole again. And she kept hearing you, even though she was out of it. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, Yeah, totally. She's like, I heard you, and she couldn't believe she saw her mother. And then, hey, is there something out there, something there that I'm seeing, like, like, was somebody, you know how people are licking the stick, 23andMe, and was somebody raised one way, but there was sort of this, maybe not a secret, but like, okay, the grandmother was really, you know, the aunt was really the mother, and the da-da-da, you know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. my my grandma raised, well, my cousin who is, my mom called her brother, and he was just been here with us, and he's and alive. The brother. We have the mystery solved. Okay, yep. <laughs> see what I mean? Yep. So yeah. she brought she brought me to that um, because I'm doing a lot of work with that right now where, you know, people are raised a certain way and, you know, we're all just, doing the best that we can, but she wanted to bring that up, especially because he was just there and you called him brother, right? So, um, but your mom, I feel like, were you the main caretaker or decision maker for her? I was caretaker. No, I was not the decision maker. The eldest brother was, but I did take care of her. You were the caretaker, and that's what I mean, because Mm -hmm. the words from Mm -hmm. your mother were this. Oh, I have to take a breath. She's so powerful. She just said, "You did everything for me. You need to know that." Like I, she said, like you helped her die with dignity. So that's like treating her like. Do you know what I mean? Like even though she yeah. was out of it, you took the utmost care and you know made sure like the bed sewers and the this and that she, you know, got to see beautiful birds and see outside. And this is just like quick visions that I'm getting. But do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. Absolutely. Yeah, she feels so good. She feels so vibrant and so alive. So, wow, she is right there with you. I need you to know that she hears you because she said you hold on to a lot and you're like, I'm fine to everybody. Mm-hmm. And sometimes mm-hmm. you're not, and that's okay. So, and she just said, I'm praying for you, you know. Uh, what about who 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 wrapped the teeth up and threw them out? <laughs> Oh, that's my grand. That was my grandma. <laughs> oh, yeah. They they took her teeth out and said they don't need them. My mom said no, put them back in for her when they buried her. So yeah, they took her teeth and uh, anyway, oh that's crazy. She did, not like that. she did not like that. Oh my god. No, she did not like it at all. So that's she, hilarious. I love. You know, that. she got to see her mother. Her mother walked her home. To heaven. Oh God. So lots of love oh, from the heavens above. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for taking the time, ladies. You guys have made my day and my year. Thank you so much. I'm so. Oh, oh my God, that makes God. me happy. You're welcome. That's wonderful. Thank yeah. you, Deb. Thank you. Right. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Oh, she's awesome. <laughs> I love, I well, love when they come through with funny. <laughs> that was good. Love it. All right. So let's see. We're gonna go to Peggy. Hello, Peggy. Oh. Oh, hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> Say hello hi. to Hi, we're getting some good energy people here now, okay? Uh, I mean, not that 
nothing wrong with it before because I think people were just processing, taking it all in, and that's how it goes. So how can we help you today? Well, I just wanted to mention that I did see you and Rosie up at Capallo in 2019. My stepdaughter treated me for the weekend. It was wonderful. We loved you. And I bought your book. So I feel like I know you. But anyway, I love it too. I love you. Um, I would more if I really needed more. But anyway, we had a wonderful time. Um, I don't know. I don't have anybody specific, but I have so many people that have passed. And I I just would like to know, you know, who is with me and what my future will be. Okay. Do you have three hours? I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) I do. I told you we could be friends. (laughs) It's like, uh, you know, I feel like Dr. Phyllis, right? (laughs) But you're right. And and thank you for saying that for enjoying Kripalu. You you were our last group before we shut down, I think. It was wonderful. Yeah, it was really great. And for those listening, that is um, a huge yoga wellness center in Berkshires of Massachusetts. And... um, and it's beautiful. It's been closed for a while. But um, so Peggy is your name, right? Yes. So Peggy, when you started to talk, I mean, like you said, there's a lot on the other side. The gang's all here. I do feel like your mom first. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, she's pointing to your dad. And then somebody just said, I was in my 40s at passing. Do, someone, do you know someone in their 40s? I don't know. I can't write down. I don't know. And Maybe. Do you know Elizabeth or Betty? Mm, no. Betsy? No. Keep that in the back of your head. I'm I will. Bet, bet, I Betty, I'll, I'll, yeah, right, I'm going to write like it a down. A friend of your mom's or something like that. And, oh, well, um, there was. Well, my mother did have a friend, Betty, yes. Okay. Yeah, she's... Over there, too. So it's, oh, yeah, she is. <laughs> like the gang's all here. And I love, yeah. like, when people don't understand. This is new for me after 22 years of reading. I go up and I say, well, then who is it? And your mother was like, this is my friend. You know, it's just so right. cool how they can kind of put those pieces I know. Together. But you I, do have a lot of angels around you. And I lot, sure lot do. But, mm-hmm. like, I thought, isn't your husband passed, though? Yes, he did, and that's when oh, we were okay. there. Yeah, well, that was the first thing I just wrote down when I mm-hmm. heard the vibration of your voice. I actually mm-hmm. have it on this piece of paper, and it says "husband." So yep. um, he's showing me either you wrote a lot or he wrote a lot, but there's definitely all this something about you know writing and books. There's all these books, all these books. Well, he was writing about his life, and he never really finished that. But I did help his his cousin write a book. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my interpretation, Peggy, was he wrote a book. So this is like how proud he is about just all the stories. And um, and he is funny, too. I didn't know that. He yeah. just came up and went like, oh, for God's sakes. Like, like well, I have a book to write. And yeah. he, he loves you so, so much. Aww. And what do you have to take care of on your foot? Oh, I just sort of fell the other day on the ice. 
But I, my foot's okay. It, well, you know. <laughs> he was there when you fell then. He was well, absolutely see. there. It was so, oh, do you know what? I swear to you guys, I'm looking at, my husband gave me a Jay Giles album for Christmas because oh, it was the first one we met in high school. <laughs> and um, there's a song called I'm Falling, and I'm looking <laughs> right at it right now. <laughs> Your husband is funny. Oh, yeah. my goodness. But, uh, oh, my God. He is so with you. And as far as your purpose. I talk to I mean, him every day. He hears you every day. And I do. I talk to him every day. And I say, oh, please. And I can almost hear his voice saying, you're going to be okay. You're going to be all right. Um, and there's another thing he's pointing to in my schedule book. It says, priorities so that i think is a big message for you like just each day you make a list of the you know even even just one thing that you want to accomplish for the day Mm -hmm. and go one day at a time and just get that one thing done it's just going to make you feel so good so think about it by the end of the week you've done seven great things that you've put off because that's what you do Mm -hmm. and uh, (laughs) i'm trying to do those things (laughs) i love it and so you have so many angels Fantastic energy. Lots of love from the heavens above, Peggy. Thank you so much, Maureen. Thank you. Thank you, Peggy. Thank you so much for calling. She's awesome. (laughs) All right. Oh, my goodness. Where do we go next? Um, Let me see. Okay, who's next in line here? I hope I'm not cutting you off, um, you know, Laura, in case you were feeling anything. I feel like I'm a spirit hoe. Oh, that's okay. If I if I feel so, I'll just jump right in. That's fine. Okay. Um, yeah, it's all good. Um, let's go to Karen in South Carolina. Hi, Karen. Oh my gosh, <gasps> I can't believe I even got through. Ooh, say hello to my. I just Hancock. found out about you like a few days ago from a letter from heaven. You did? Yeah, and I read like a couple lines on. I just found out about you, and I got through today. Is there yeah, is there anyone who can be. bring me? Yes, it's feeling. meant to be. So let me um, just tune in. And for those that are wondering, if you Google letter from heaven, Maureen Hancock, it is a beautiful letter from your loved ones. And I think it will yes. be really helpful for everybody. Um, when I first put it out, it got like millions of views. So it went kind of viral. This is before we even knew what viral meant. But, um, yeah, so say your first name. Mine, Karen. 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 So just in my head, when I start to hear the vibration of your voice, that's when I bring them through. And in my head, I actually say, okay, Karen's people come through. Um, You have a few here. So there is a gentleman next to you coming through. Um, I'm just getting them to slow down. Your mom is passed, right? No. Is mother-in-law? I think so. Mother-in-law, yes. Yeah, because I won't get the difference between in-law, step, ex. They just come in, mother, father, sister, brother. But she's coming in. And then um, do you know of, there's a younger male who passed unexpectedly trying to get in? Oh, I just got chills. I Yeah, I think I know who it is. Okay, because I, I just got it's... like, who, who is he to you? My husband passed unexpectedly, but he was 66. Oh, okay. I mean, like just uh, so, two years ago. And what? Just, just two years ago? 2019. Wow. So let me, Um, that's the guy next to you. Remember when I started like that? Uh-huh. 
and saying there's a guy next to you, because usually next to you is husband or brother. But he wasn't saying much, and then he just went like this. Are you ready? Uh-huh. He said, boo. <laughs> he has a dry wit sense of humor. Didn't he always make you laugh, Karen? Always, every single day, and that's what I miss most. I know, but he just said, you still have me. Wow. He just said, I'm still me, and you still have me. So I know that you get, like, heart-shaped rocks, right? Mm-hmm. Like, right. You, you know, I don't know if you live near the ocean, but he loves the ocean. So that's like heaven. No, we that's went like to a, the ocean a lot, though. That's like a little piece of heaven. Mm. So he said talk about the kids. So do you have two kids, two of one sex? No, we have no kids. What are the two? Does he have a brother? Uh, no, but um, my hmm. sister and I are, I mean, I don't are know. Are you the only, that. are you only sister, one of two? I'm one of two. But oh, perfect. Was, Leave it at that. Leave it at okay. that. That's the two of one sex. And I just went over to him and thought it was his family or he and his he brother. He has two it's, sisters also. Okay. Is somebody Carol? Um, Carol. Carol, Carolyn, Ann. So your mom said there is somebody, Carol. Living or or gone? I'm not sure. I think maybe living. There's a Carol um, who's my mom's niece living, but I can't think of any other Carol. You always go with the first thing that pops into your head. What that means is there's energy in that family. Something's going on in that family. Not necessarily, you know, Carol, but I am seeing medical field symbols, and then I think somebody's like a nurse or medical field. Do you know? Mm, I would have to think. Okay. So ask them. Just remember the name came up. They're sending, like, they're just sending healing over to that family. There's something brewing there. Uh, let me go back to your husband. <laughs> He's funny. He's like, hello, hello, over here. Over I miss here. And him. then he told me, He's like, he's like, I'm going to give you some lottery numbers, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just trying to make you laugh. I don't want but them now that he's gone. But you, you know, you feel him sit on the edge of the bed, right? Um, That's what he said. He's in the bedroom, the little shadow out of the corner of your eye. Um, I feel like, I feel like he, oh yeah, he did. Did he have a heart attack? No. It's weird. I feel like I can't breathe. Um, hold on. Let me see. Just a yes or no. Were there unanswered questions around his passing? Were there what? I'm sorry, questions? Unanswered questions. Yes. Because he just said to me, I'm not going to announce it to the whole radio audience. So... Sometimes they don't want to talk about it, but it just does feel like abrupt. It does feel like fast. Was he outside? Am I in a vehicle? Do you know anyone that passed in a car or a motorcycle accident? No. All right. That might be the next caller, but how did he pass? He won't tell me. Um, you know, 
they said it was a blood clot. He was doing chemo for prostate cancer, but they said it was a blood clot. But he was, I mean, we were here at my house. We were fine. We thought everything was going good. And all of a sudden, the blood clot came out of nowhere, and I have so many questions about what happened and what I should have That's done or could have done sooner and all that. And we well, ended up me... in the emergency room. Yeah. Because you know died. what, though? Because I felt like I couldn't breathe. I felt like it was like a heart attack, right? Which could be like if he had like a pulmonary embolism. But I felt like I felt like that, like I couldn't breathe, this and that. Um, there's nothing you could have done. It, it just all came on so fast. I want you to know there is somebody there that was in a car or motorcycle accident, and I'm leaning more towards motorcycle, and it might be someone from the past. That's what it feels like way back. Um, and But he's telling you there's nothing more you could have done. It just It just came on so fast. And then he said, I'm not gone. Like, I'm right there with you. I need you to know that. So, uh, and you can't sleep. You know, I tell people, watch between 3 and 4 a.m., and I am getting you looking at the clock 11, 11, right? I did, just the other day. Hello from heaven. That's what I say, 11, 11, hello from heaven. But he keeps screaming, like, you still have me. I want you to live this life. You'll see me again one day. Like, he wants you to laugh with all your might. He's living through you. Um, and what is this? Is it a little dog that you have? Oh my gosh! Well, what kind of? We didn't have a dog, but we watched three of our friends' dogs that we watched. Which dog is this? It's like a little one, like maybe a white face or something. Two dogs have passed. Two little dogs that we used to watch have passed. Mm-hmm. One was a Schnauzer, and one was a Border, a little Border Terrier. I think it's the Border Terrier. Was it black with white? Um, no, the schnauzer was. Okay. I, he might have liked the schnauzer better. <laughs> he goes like this. He goes, it was like an old man. <laughs> I love well, listen, the I we got to run. But, hey, he's all, he's always with you. Love doesn't die. And lots of love from the heavens above. So thank you so much. I love so you. Much. You make me laugh. Yay. Thank Hugs you. from heaven. Thank you. Thanks, Karen. Thanks for calling. If you need to hear it again, the archive will be posted later on in a couple of hours. Oh, my God. Thank you. All righty. Thanks so much, Karen. Take care. Bye. Bye. Okay, about three minutes left. I don't know. Let's see. We can do a quick one if you want. Um, Okay. Real quick. And then, okay, let's go to Melissa. Hello, (laughs) Melissa. Hello. Hello. Hi, Melissa. Say hello to Maureen. Hi, Maureen. How are you? Hi, Melissa. So we only have two minutes. Um, okay. Really okay. strong woman is coming up. It feels motherly. Who are you hoping for? Uh, well, my son or my grandmother. Okay. So it's your mother's mother, right? Um. Well, yeah, both my dad's mom and my mom's mom are there. Okay. So someone's M, M, female name. I just want you to remember that. And you yeah. know what I kept saying um, before I came on here? I'm like, I'm going to connect mm-hmm. someone with this son. And I couldn't understand why I wasn't making that connection or feeling that. So saving the yeah. best for last. Um, yeah. Did he, just a yes or no. Did he, quick, did he pass quickly? Yes. I just heard it all happen so fast. And he just said, I'm yeah. sorry, Mom. And Aww. has it been a while for him or a few years? Two years. Two years, because he gave me that few-year mark, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, who's Chris? Chris? Uh, yeah. Well, 
Um, I have my sister is Christina. Um, mm-hmm. Chris, that's past. Um, I don't know. He just said, "Bring up Chris," like that, really fast. Hmm. I don't know. It's, I don't know. It probably is Chris. your sister if it's like Christina uh-huh. Marie or something like yeah. that. That is but, um, Christina Marie. Hmm. <laughs> it is okay. That's it. It just feels like you know maybe she has a lot going on right now. But your mm-hmm. son, um, and I know you have. Do you have two other kids? No, I, I have. I've had two like pregnancies that didn't. Like my daughter was born and she passed quick, and then another pregnancy that. Okay, yeah. so you do have three, but your mm-hmm. son is your guardian angel. He is your number one, and okay. I need you to know that. And um, I love the grandmother's like chutzpah, whatever you call it. And someone had chickens too. I keep seeing chickens. Um, kind of been. I didn't. I I don't know specifically, but I know that my grandma's her her mom. I believe it was her mom. My grandma Rose. I think she did a lot. All of that had a. Yeah, she um, was strong, even though you were closer to your father's mother. But yeah. listen, keep talking to your son. I'm sorry this was quick, but, you know, yeah. he definitely, um, uh, I don't know where you live, but hawks I keep seeing, and he uses, you know, certain birds and stuff like that to mm-hmm. come through. And what about yeah. Michael, Mark, Michael? Michael, um, that's that's my um, nephew, and he's getting ready to have a baby, and he's going to name the baby Michael Taylor which is my son's name, Taylor. Perfect. There you go. He loves it. All right. Lots of love from the heavens above. And thank you so much. Thanks, Melissa. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Ten seconds left. Thank you. So, everybody, check out Maureen's website, MaureenHancock.com. Thank you so much, Maureen, for being on here. It went by so quick. You're welcome. (laughs) All right. Take care, everybody. Check out her class on Saturday. Yeah. And um, also Maureen Hancock University. She will help you connect to the other side. All right. Have a great week, everybody. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us, and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.